Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. You guys, it is my motherfucking birthday. Oh my god. I'm entering my Jordan year where I turned a ripe age of 23 years old. I'm personally going through something where I feel like I'm like super fucking old because I'm turning 23. I don't know what it is. Like I know that's a young age, but for me, I'm like, oh my God, like I should have accomplished so much more by the age of 23, which is weird for me to say because I feel like I've accomplished a lot. I don't know. My mental health is just like, it's actually fine, but the fact that I'm turning 23 has really like fucked me up mentally. Like I literally cannot believe I'm going to be 23 years old. Fun fact, I normally used to never tell anybody about my age because I was always really young in the comedy scene and I didn't want people to take me like not as seriously. So I just avoided that question at all costs because I would be like 20 years old working with like 35 year olds and I just didn't need them looking down on me. So this is like the first time I have really owned my age. I'm 23. I'm going to be 23. Oh my God, I kind of hate that. Okay, no more singing. But for this week's episode, what I want to do is I did this two years ago on my birthday. We recap my year. I take you month by month. I tell you the behind the scenes things that have happened and we just talk about it. Okay. I'm spilling all the tea in this episode because I just truly don't give a fuck. So let's start of June of last year. I bawled my eyes out on my birthday because my fake ass fucking friends, literally so many of them canceled the day of my birthday dinner and it literally ended friendships for me. Like, I'm not going to lie. It genuinely ended friendships for me. And I'm completely fine with that. I truly did not care. But I was seeing the engineer. I don't remember if you guys remember him. If you listened for a while, I was seeing that weird fucker, the engineer. We went on one date and on my birthday, he dropped off roses and a bottle of champagne, which honestly was really nice. Like that was really sweet of him to do. And I really did appreciate it. Like that was a vibe. And then I went out that Sunday with my best friend, my best friend now, Katie, and like my other friends. And we like celebrated my birthday that whole day. We went to like five different restaurants every single day. Celebrate. I mean, every single restaurant we celebrated my birthday. And I was like, this bitch is my soulmate. Like this bitch is my soulmate. Like I love her more than anything. So I was like, okay, perfect. And that's when I was like, okay, Katie and I are like connecting on like a deeper level. And I feel like that's where Katie and I's friendship like truly blossomed. Why am I obsessed with Katie? I literally talk about her every episode. It's getting weird. But I felt like June for me was such a big turning point in my life. And I was like, I don't know. It just like I when I look back on everything that shifted in my life, I was like, okay, June is when everything shifted. Literally June was the month that like my whole life just changed weirdly and it shifted in like the best positive way and like right after my birthday so that was like June for me July I felt like it was spent working and being a literal party girl like thotty in the club type vibes so like I really don't have anything specific for July but then August came in August, I booked a trip to New York and the Hamptons with one of my best friends. This was going to be my first time in New York City ever. And obviously my first time in the Hamptons. 
What is so weird about this is the hotel that we stayed at when we were in New York is down the block from my current apartment. Like how fucking weird. Think about that. In August, I had no idea that six months, wait, I think that's like eight months, eight months later, I'd be living down the block and like living in New York. Like that's so weird. So I fell in love with New York, obviously, and like this is the trip that I was like, I'm moving to New York City. I'm taking my ass to the big motherfucking apple. Like I need to get out of Chicago and I need to live in this city. Like I just needed to. The Hamptons. Oh my God. The Hamptons trip was like the trip from hell, but also like such an amazing trip. But at the same time, we got evacuated. We had to do an emergency evacuation because Hurricane Henry was coming in and it was just genuinely horrid. Like my best friend and I had like, what, 10 minutes to pack, rushed to a train. It was the last train leaving the Hamptons. They were boarding the windows at our hotel. We literally had to leave our hotel early. Mind you, this hotel was so fucking expensive. It was genuinely $600 a night and they did not refund us. They did not refund us for a natural fucking disaster. If I knew the name of the place, I would put them ass on blast. It was actually horrible. They did not refund us. But yeah, that was really stressful getting to New York in the middle of Hurricane Henry. Like, yeah, not great. In August, I met the man that I would have sex with the first time since my sexual assault. I met that man. Um, He is such a nice man. He'll always be like the nicest person ever. Just not for me. Uh, (laughs) That's not funny. And the first time in my life I was ever like, oh, I can have like a casual thing with somebody. Like it doesn't have to be that deep. Like I don't even like care about him that much. Uh, Yeah, that sounded as horrible as it felt. Um, But he also helped me create the boyfriend method. If you guys don't know what the boyfriend method is, it's like probably my number one listen to episode of my podcast. I basically break down the boyfriend method that I created through him and he doesn't even know he helped me create this boyfriend method. But listen to the boyfriend method because like you'll genuinely love it. It's a really good method that I actually should start living by because clearly I didn't do that in my past relationship, but whatever. But without even knowing it, he literally took me on the best dates He was like truly awesome and he was like the perfect person I needed in that time of my life and it was so amazing to be able to have a casual thing with somebody because I'm just not the type. You guys know I'm absolutely fucking psychotic and like I literally have to marry every person I date and it wasn't the case with him. It was just like so casual and I literally did not care about him. No, I'm kidding. I cared about him. He was just like so nice. He was exactly what I needed in that time of my life. I knew I didn't want anything seriously serious because I was moving like at that time I was set like no I'm moving to New York that's just that but yeah like I still had like a great time with him he was such a nice fucking guy so like I am crazy grateful for him and but now I get the ick from him I'm not gonna lie I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast for some reason now I get the ick because I feel like I was just like a completely different person a year ago but whatever yeah that was August was the month I decided like I am moving to New York City spoiler alert I I did move I did move to the big motherfucking apple September and October I felt like was my real party girl phase like I was going out a lot more I was also working a shit ton because I knew I wanted to move to New York so I had to save every penny and Halloween, Katie and I were fairies. It was such a fun night, but it's like so weird to look back on my time in Chicago. Like 
I don't know because the way I do this episode is I just look through my Snapchat memories and each month I'm just like, oh, like this happened. So I like looked back on my time in Chicago, especially like this past year in Chicago. And I was like, I hated my life at that point. Not even hated it. I was just like so miserable. But like I had such a fun and great life that I felt like I was being like almost a little bit ungrateful looking back at it. But I just knew I wanted more for myself and I knew I wanted to get out of there. But like I had such a normal routine with amazing people in my life. So it's just kind of weird to like look back on that and think that I was so like really wanted. I've never been like miserable, miserable. Well, no, that's true. I have been. But like I was genuinely unhappy because like I just wanted to be in New York and I just wanted something new. But like. I think that's normal when you're just itching to get out of somewhere. But looking back, like, I am just, like, grateful that I had the time that I had. Like, I literally, Chicago will always, like, have a special place in my heart. I don't think it'll always be home because I feel like New York is home for me. But, yeah, like, it's so bittersweet to, like, look back on. Also, November. Let's get into November. This was my second New York trip, literally time of my life. We moved one of my best friends, Zoe, out here and celebrated Katie's birthday. So like Zoe and my friend Livia and I would always talk about moving to New York. We all worked together and we'd be like, no, like we want to move to New York. We want to get out of here like because we all work together. And I definitely did just say that. And you're like, what the fuck? And we literally would just stand there and be like, I just can't wait till we all live in New York. And then within a year, we every single one of us moved to New York. So I just think that's like kind of crazy that we like literally manifested that. And we all talked about it. And we all got moved out here in like the weirdest ways. Because like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like crazy. Like I look back on that and I'm like, I can't believe we were just sitting talking about it and now we're all here and it's just so fucking bizarre to me and like I genuinely love it so much. But yeah, November moved Zoe out here because her ass was moving to New York. I vlogged the whole thing, watch it on my YouTube channel, but like the best time and like the next time I would be in New York, I knew I would be signing a lease out here. New York's trip for us in November was literally like club, club, another club, Uber, restaurant, bar, another club, another Uber, another club, Central Park, another club. Like it was genuinely insane. I feel like there's no like amazing, oh my God moments. But then again, I just think I'm really numb to my normal life because like things that I'm like, oh, we did this, this and this. Like, yeah, this man took us out, paid for everything and somehow ended up in Times Square eating pizza at 3 a.m. Everyone's like, yeah, no, like Libby, that doesn't happen for everybody. And then I'm like, oh, no, the next night we were just like at Tao, Noir, Marquee, like at the best, like at the, all these private tables in the VIP section. Everyone's like, Livy, that doesn't just like happen. But in my head, I'm like, that's just my life. Not being like, oh, my God, like I'm just like such like a baddie and like this is my life. But like I realized that obviously doesn't happen for everybody. And you're like, no fucking duh, Livy. And then I had to say goodbye to Miss Zoe. Honestly, I wasn't super emo about it because like I knew I'd be moving out here pretty shortly. So like I wasn't that emo and I knew in January I'd be staying with her to sign my lease in New York. You guys, this is so embarrassing. This is another thing in November. I'm literally cringing at this. So we all know if you listen to the pod for a while, I was sexually assaulted. 
So my thing was I would not bring guys back to my apartment, but I lived in like a beautiful building in Chicago. So I had a movie theater, but it was for everybody. So it was like the 28th floor movie theater. And I would bring guys to the 28th floor movie theater and like not like hook up with them, but like definitely like make out with them and stuff and like lead them on like no other. But here's the thing. One of my, my sisters, one of her, my sister, one of her like best friends worked at the building I lived in. So I would be like frantically texting her the next morning and I would be like, please check the cameras and like watch me and make sure like I didn't go too far. Like make sure it wasn't like too creepy. So like I would literally make her watch my hookup sessions and she was like, no, Livy, like I'm not doing that. Like I'm literally not doing that. I was like, you have to watch my hookup sessions and make sure I didn't go too far. And like, I'm not going to get kicked out of this building because it's like a nice building. But like how fucking bizarre of me that I would make her watch my hookup sessions. And I would like honestly openly tell her about him too. She'd like stop going to the movie theater. I'm like, no, like I know if I bring him back to my room, I'm going to fuck them and I'm going to regret that so beyond deeply. And so I would just bring them to the movie theater room. And it's honestly so weird. And my sister would make fun of me for like a fat minute about this. I genuinely look stunning at Thanksgiving. I will not lie. I feel like I served looks at Thanksgiving and I feel as if everybody was jealous. Okay. December was the month that Katie and I got drugged. You guys, this was such a huge turning point in my life, obviously. And it was like such a fucked up thing to like deal with. Like it was like, uh, like it made me feel so gross and so emotional for like weeks. Like I just remember, first of all, the drugs wearing off were horrible. It was like, it was actually horrible. And you're like, you did just say that whenever fuck off. But like it was really a rough time in my life. And I just remember for some reason that was like a huge turning point to me. I'm like, okay, no, like my life is like changing like my life is drastically changing after the drugging I was like I'm just like not dealing with that and I've gone out so many times and it just happened on the weirdest time like it was a Monday who drugs somebody on a Monday that's so fucked up anyways yeah I just felt like that was like a really weird turning point for me in my life and I was like I'm just like not about this anymore and it I don't know it just made me like really reflect on like a lot of things my sister would not let me talk about it at family dinner. Like after I realized I got drugged, I obviously wanted to tell my mom and everything. And I had my sister's birthday dinner and she was like, you're not going to talk about your fucking drugging at my birthday dinner. Like you're not going to make it all about you. And I was like, no, of course not. I'm not going to tell my mom that I was almost like died and got drugged the other night. No, we'll make it all about you. It's totally fine. Did I end up talking about the drugging at the family dinner. Of course I did. Of course I had to tell my mother I got drugged. I tell my mother literally everything. I'm like, mom, I got fucking drugged. And I was super emo. And I feel like everybody just needed to know I got drugged because I just can't keep anything a secret. You guys, Christmas, I honestly looked amazing. I looked absolutely stunning at Christmas. January, I was back to my party girl lifestyle, but like different. I was not accepting random drinks from men anymore I was only drinking out of the bottle of 1942 in the club I was no longer getting random new drinks from men Mm -mm -mm. I was deep throating 1942 at the club that's what I was doing January my life took a turn January was supposed to be like the best month ever it was like my full month before I was leaving Chicago I was going to New York to sign my lease like I already had my trip planned everything was booked I was so excited 
And then somebody very close to me in my life and like everybody in my life passed away. Obviously, I haven't talked about it or maybe I have talked about it a little bit uh, because honestly, I don't think I fully accepted what happened. I don't think like at such a young age when you lose somebody who's also so young, it like even comprehends in your mind for a while and I'll just never forget like how instantly numb I went but since the passing it brought so many people into my life who I hadn't seen in so long and just it was such a comfort from others in such a horrible time and like I don't know I couldn't even focus or function for like a minute like I remember apartment hunting and I had no energy and I was drained and I was just thank God for my roommate she's literally the best person in the entire world she did absolutely everything and would just like FaceTime me and I was like telling her I was like I just she literally just did it all and like I'm so grateful for her because like we literally would not have had an apartment if it wasn't for her and like she understood what I was going through and was like so sympathetic and amazing about it and it just was it was literally great and I'm so grateful for my little queen but like yeah I found like a time in my life where it was supposed to be like so genuinely amazing which it was like signing my New York lease was amazing I just felt like so numb and so sad obviously and it was like a hard time to see everybody I love around me so hard and like I mean so sad and just so numb as well but yeah I mean, it all, it was like the most bittersweet month ever. I don't know. It was just insane to me. But yes, I signed my New York lease and that was the most amazing feeling ever. Not for my bank account, let me tell you. If you want to move to New York, it is going to cost you a pretty penny, but it's worth it. It's worth every penny I fucking spent. February, the Valentine's Day saga. My best friend and I, Katie, obviously would go to a restaurant and we'd be like, let's celebrate together. And they would be like, called ahead, ordered you a bottle of wine and sent some appetizers. Or we would be done with dinner and they'd be like, so actually this bill has been taken care of by he just wants you to have an amazing day. Like, and we were like, what the fuck is happening? We were like, what is this? And then we'd go after dinner to like the dinner that we just sat down at and everything was paid for. And we'd go and drink champagne and eat oysters with another friend. And that like everything was just like taken care of always. That was literally the case. But it was literally insane that Katie and I were living like that. And I don't think it really even like registered to either of us. And then that week we went to this beautiful dinner at Nobu. It was honestly like probably the best dinner I've ever had. And I just think it was a crazy time in both of our lives. And we were like, what the absolute fuck is happening? And then in February, I had to start saying my goodbyes to everybody because I was moving February 28th. And I don't think it hit me yet that I was really moving. But like, My hardest goodbye will forever and always be Mac, the dog. Oh my God, that little fucker. I love him so much. He's like the light of my life. 
and I need to see him. But I said all my goodbyes and that was sad. My Chicago goodbyes were sad, but I see those fuckers next week. So like, we're good. We're all good. March, I did it. I moved. I moved. Honestly, March was me living in the big fucking apple and it still doesn't feel like I live here even though I like literally pay rent every single month it still will never feel like I live here because it just feels so much like home I can't even explain it but like the first month was definitely about everyone visiting us and partying if I'm being honest like I think I just like March was my month of fucking party and getting situated in a brand new city but like New York immediately felt like home I was like this is home like I am home but I had like Everybody come out and visit me and like we just literally partied the entire time. That was it. April. April, I started working at a new restaurant and this restaurant, okay, I didn't want to say this, but this restaurant was like very elite. So like, let me, for example, tell you who I was serving. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, Gigi and Bella Hadid, Dwayne Wade future like literally everybody but those things like didn't really have an effect on me like everyone is super nice obviously it's their friends who are fucking assholes but like everyone was all the famous people that I served like very very nice but yeah like I don't know it didn't have like that big of an effect on me I wasn't like oh my god I can't believe I'm doing like oh my god no one had me starstruck until I saw Usher you guys why I have no idea fucking why I was like oh my Usher like I'm not an Usher fan but like when I saw Usher I was like that's Usher what Leonardo DiCaprio is my favorite actor and I fully met him but Usher had me tingling like what the fuck is wrong with me that's so beyond weird anyways this is where I met my ex-boyfriend you guys heard it in the last episode and this is where our love affair began It was the quickest, most intense thing I've ever experienced. I feel like we were so uh, so addicted to each other from the start. Like we went on these amazing dates. Honestly, I don't think they were that amazing. They were cute, but they weren't like, oh my God, let me write home about this one. No, uh, but they were great. But like our connection and our chemistry was just so intense. And we were just like instantly drawn to each other immediately and like just obsessed with each other like and I don't think that's healthy but like it just if I'm gonna love that's how I'm gonna love and I feel like everything did move so quickly and it was so intense so quickly and it just everything was so fast but like I was here for it and we had a great time together until we didn't until things started getting rocky. And if you follow me on TikTok, you get like all the updates daily of what's happened. So follow me at she is Livy. But it was just like so beyond comfortable with each other. I fell for this person so fast. And I think everybody forgets that like I have not been in a relationship in six years. I have not even been close to a relationship feelings in six years. So to have this with him was just absolutely insane for me and it was just someone I was so comfortable with he like immediately felt like my best friend and yeah like I just like truly had so much love for him so it's weird now that like I'm not with that person and I don't think I've talked about that oh my god I haven't really talked about that you guys off the record I definitely just like cried for 20 minutes for like the first time since my breakup with him so like this has been so weird for me I just had like the weirdest 
realization ever in my life on this fucking podcast. Like, as you can probably hear it in my voice, I've been, like, teary-eyed. Okay. <sighs> May. Beautiful. I started a new job. It was great. I need a moment. You guys, the weirdest thing just happened. I just started <clears throat> crying about my breakup for a good fucking hour. Anyways, let's get into May. May was like kind of a sad month because my friend who passed, it was her birthday. So like, um, that was not fun, obviously. But then I did get a brand new job. I got two brand new jobs that I genuinely both, I love both of them. So I was like really excited about that. And then I started pouring more of my energy into TikTok, which obviously I love. And yeah, I feel like May's just been a great month. And now we're in June, just celebrating the birthday. I have like so many birthday celebrations. My roommate just took me to an amazing dinner yesterday. And then I have my birthday dinner Saturday. And then I fly home next Thursday back to Chicago to celebrate with all my Chicago whores. And I'm excited. I'm fucking excited to celebrate my birthday. But that's just another year in my life. And thank you all for listening for a full year. Even if you're new here, I love you so much. If you want more of me, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at SheIsLivvy. Um, DM me. I love when you DM me. Even if I don't respond, I have trauma from responding. I'll tell you that a story at a different day, but I love every single one of you. Bye.